0: This program is presented by Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists.
1: Good morning, in today's headlines, the search for four Americans kidnapped in Mexico continues. And one of the biggest recent discoveries of migrant children traveling through Mexico, they were found inside an abandoned truck trailer. We have the details.
2: The Attorneys General from Missouri and Louisiana are taking action. They believe the Biden administration is violating the free speech rights of Americans.
1: No abortion pills, no business. California Governor Gavin Newsom retaliates against Walgreens after a decision made by the pharmacy chain.
2: The number of Lunar New Year trips in China plunging this year. About 1 billion less trips were made. Is it a result of the pandemic death toll in the country, or a major hit to the economy? We hear from a China insider. Good morning, welcome to NTD, I'm Kevin Hogan.
1: Good morning. I am Evelyn Lee. Today is Tuesday, March seventh. Uh, the search for four U.S. citizens ki- kidnapped in Mexico continues. The abduction in broad daylight is drawing attention to the problems with violent drug cartels in the region. And today's Jeremy Sandberg has more on the unfolding investigation.
0: The FBI and Mexican authorities are searching for four missing U.S. citizens kidnapped in the border city of Matamoros. A special task force has been formed to search for them. This after gunmen opened fire on their white minivan with North Carolina license plates on Friday. Officials say they were caught in a shootout that killed at least one Mexican citizen. One US official says the cartel likely mistook the Americans as Haitian drug smugglers. The FBI says the four Americans crossed into Mexico from Brownsville, Texas. It's believed they were there to buy medicine. The incident highlights the terror that has prevailed in Matamoros for years. The city is dominated by factions of the Gulf Cartel, who often fight among themselves. Shootouts there Friday were so bad, the U.S. Consulate issued an alert about the danger. Local authorities warned people to shelter in place. It's not clear if the abductions were connected to that violence. The State Department warns U.S. citizens not to travel to the region. Democratic representative Vicente Gonzalez whose district sits on the border says this incident proves the US needs the political will to deal with border drug dangers.
3: This is really the tip of the iceberg and, and this is not an isolated uh, incident. This happens all the time. I'm glad it's caught the attention of the FBI and the and the press this time.
0: Gonzalez says he lives in the Brownsville area and that it's one of the safest places in the United States pointing out the glaring contrast with what's going on in Mexico just across the border. He says he hasn't driven across the border in 17 years because the violence has never let up there in that time.
2: We need a much more aggressive approach. We need to be targeting uh, cartels as if they were terrorists because at the end of the day, they are. You saw the videos today. I've seen videos for the last 20 years, even much more horrific.
0: The FBI has issued a $50,000 reward for the return of the Americans and the arrest of those involved. Mexico's president says the whole government is working on recovering the missing persons. Jeremy Sandberg, NTD News. And
2: in Veracruz, Mexico, over 100 unaccompanied minors were found inside an abandoned truck trailer yesterday. Mexican authorities say most of them were from Guatemala. Over 200 adult migrants were found inside the trailer in addition to the children. The adults were from Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador and Ecuador. Authorities say they found the trailer on a highway without a driver. It was outfitted with fans and a partially ventilated roof. It had a structure built inside that created a second level. Mexico's government says it's one of the biggest recent discoveries of migrant children traveling through Mexico. Two Biden administration officials say the policy of detaining migrant families who cross the border illegally is back on the table for consideration. President Biden ended the practice when he took office.
1: It's one of several options administration officials are weighing as they prepare for the end of Title 42 in May. That's the public health order that allows border agents to immediately turn away certain migrants that cross the southern border illegally.
2: White House and Homeland Security officials have had multiple meetings in recent days to discuss the possibility of reviving the practice. The White House declined to comment. The Attorneys General from Missouri and Louisiana have a bone to pick with the Biden administration. They believe Americans' First Amendment rights are being violated and are asking a court to put an end to it. Entities Daniel Monahan has the report.
3: The Attorneys General say the constitutional liberties of all Americans are at stake. They are taking action through the landmark free speech case Missouri v Biden. The case has allowed the attorneys general to gain access to thousands of internal documents from the federal government. Documents that they say tell a tale of coercion and collusion by top officials in the federal government with big tech social media companies. The attorneys general have filed a motion for a preliminary injunction in the case. They are asking the court to block top officials in the federal government from continuing in the alleged coercion and collusion. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey says, quote, The First Amendment is the cornerstone of our republic because the founders understood that the remedy to false speech has always been counter speech, not government censorship. While Louisiana Attorney General Landry says, quote, This egregious and unlawful viewpoint censorship by the White House, FBI, CDC, CISA, and other agencies not only chills speech, but it also unjustly inflicts grave and irreparable injuries on citizens and states. The two attorneys general listed alleged federal censorship activities in a press release. They include Dr. Anthony Fauci's reported involvement in attempting to disprove the lab leak theory. White House officials allegedly pressuring social media platforms to censor disfavored viewpoints. The CDC reportedly flagging specific social media posts for censorship. And the FBI, CISA, and the GEC reportedly flagging huge quantities of First Amendment-protected speech to compliant platforms for censorship. The Attorneys General say the censorship activities constitute a gargantuan federal censorship enterprise. They say it has stifled debate and criticism of government policy on some of the most pressing current issues. Daniel Monahan, NTD News.
1: It's a big week for the nation's budget. President Biden plans to reveal his budget plan, and Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell will testify before the House and Senate this week as the topic of recession looms large. NTD's Melina Weiskub reports.
4: After hitting a four decade high, 9% inflation is now at 6.4% following a seven month decline. And right now there are mixed signs for the economy with consumer spending and the job market up, but the housing market down and that's coupled by economists anticipating and warning of stagflation. Economists predict that inflation could go down to say 4% but plateau at that level leading to stagflation, which is described as the the worst because of its longer term impacts such as high unemployment and weight and inflation outpacing wage growth. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers says that he believes that the Federal Reserve does not currently have inflation on a path that could lower it to 2% and until the Fed can do that they will have to continue tightening policy. Here's Summers' current assessment of the state of the economy. The
5: Fed will push and push
0: We will not get inflation accelerate and skyrocket out of control, but my guess is that the process of bringing down inflation will bring on a recession.
4: And we do expect to see Republicans pressing Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell about the need to do more to cool inflation when he testifies before the House and Senate. Meanwhile there is still a political drama brewing in the background over the need to raise the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling. Senator Joe Manchin saying last week both parties are to blame for the deep debt.
6: Our problem really isn't a Republican problem or a Democratic problem, it's an American problem. Think about, we've been spending more than we bring in in our government every year for the past 21 years. Can't we even talk about that and see if there's a pathway forward?
4: President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy have met once to discuss how to move forward on raising the debt ceiling, but we have not yet seen any framework of a deal or an agreement come out of that meeting. President Biden later this week at an event in Pennsylvania is expected to unveil his new budget plan. Reporting in Washington, D.C., Melina Weiskopf, NTD News.
2: The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority is looking into some of their train stations. That's because a passenger at a Boston-area subway station was nearly hit by a falling ceiling tile last week. Video footage of the incident was released yesterday. Commuters had just departed the train at the Harvard Station in Cambridge when it happened. Some were walking up the stairs when a soundproofing panel collapsed right where they had been seconds before. Another passenger froze in her tracks as the ceiling fell without warning right in front of her. No one was injured in the incident. The general manager of the transportation authority says the aluminum panels usually weigh about five pounds. A preliminary investigation concluded water damage caused it to fall. He estimates the panel weighed around 25 pounds when it dropped because of water buildup. Here's what he had to say about it yesterday.
3: I'm extremely thankful and relieved that there were no injuries as a result of this accident. If we take what happened very seriously, as we do with anything that could potentially impact the safety of our riders and our employees, we're utilizing all our resources to look into this issue, discover its cause, and implementing whatever solutions necessary to ensure that it doesn't happen again.
2: The agency says engineers are inspecting all the ceiling panels and removing any that pose a risk. They're also checking panels at other stations.
1: And here's some good news for you, it's getting a little easier and cheaper for families to travel with children. More airlines are dropping family seating fees amid growing criticism from the federal government. Here's the story
6: more airlines taking action amid soaring pressure from the federal government about dropping so called junk fees.
3: I'm expecting that the rest of the airlines who have yet to announce that they're getting rid of them will soon be announcing that in the f- next few weeks.
6: Scott Kyes founder of the flight deal website going says family seating fees could one day be a thing of the past. Alaska Airlines is joining a growing list of carriers now guaranteeing your family will sit together and they won't charge you for it. It comes as the transportation department Department releases a new online dashboard, allowing travelers to see which airlines charge and don't charge families to select seats next to each other. American and Frontier Airlines have also rolled out similar family seating policies, guaranteeing children will be seated next to an accompanying adult without a fee. And United Airlines recently announced a policy update as well but stopped short of offering a guarantee. Travel experts say it's a welcome travel trend for families who have been forced to pay fees often adding up to hundreds of dollars per trip.
3: Even if you were traveling with young children if you didn't want to pay the oftentimes you know fifty dollars or more per person to pick your seats you then were at risk of getting separated on the plane
2: California Governor Gavin Newsom says the state is finished with Walgreens, at least as far as business goes. The pharmacy chain recently said it would not dispense abortion pills in 20 states. Republican attorneys general in those states warned Walgreens it could be breaking the law if it distributed the pills there. Newsom wrote on Twitter that California refuses to do business with Walgreens or, quote, any company that cowers to the extremists. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration in January allowed retail pharmacies to sell the abortion pills, including by mail. Republican Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey responded with a letter to the nation's largest pharmacy retail companies. The letter was co-signed by 19 other attorneys general. It warned that the sale of abortion pills would violate federal law and abortion laws in many states. Bailey said he would enforce the laws protecting the health of women and their unborn children, adding that Missouri's elected representatives have spoken on the issue of abortion. And coming up, the Canadian government will investigate allegations of interference in federal elections by the Chinese regime. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has commented on the issue. And data shows a huge drop in the amount of travel surrounding the Lunar New Year in China, hundreds of millions fewer trips. We hear analysis on the potential reasons behind the drop after the break.
1: Welcome back. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin made an unannounced trip to Iraq today. His first his visit comes nearly 20 years after the U.S.-led conflict that toppled Saddam Hussein. Austin says the U.S. is committed to keeping its military presence in the country at the, at, at the invitation of Iraq's government. He says defense cooperation against the ISIS terrorist group remains a key pillar of the relationship. The U.S. currently has around 2,500 troops in Iraq and about 900 in Syria. They are there to help advise and assist local troops in fighting terrorists in the region.
2: We're deeply committed to ensuring that the Iraqi people can live in peace, and dignity, with safety and security, and with economic opportunity for all.
1: Austin is on a three-country Mideast visit that includes Jordan, Israel, and Egypt. U.S. officials say the trip is aimed at reassuring key allies of American commitment to the region, despite the recent focus on Russia and China.
2: The United States has about 30,000 troops in the region and is seen as pivotal in helping counter Iranian influence. Germany is planning to ban Huawei and ZTE from parts of its 5G networks. The ban could include components already built into the networks.
3: Germany is in the midst of a broad re-evaluation of its relationship with top trade partner China. This includes eliminating security risks posed by the Chinese companies Huawei and ZTE. Critics say their embedding in the mobile networks of the future could give Chinese spies and even saboteurs access to vast swaths of critical infrastructure. The companies have close ties to China's security services. Germany passed an IT security law in 2021. It sets high hurdles for manufacturers of telecom equipment for next generation networks. However, it does not ban Huawei and ZTE as some other countries have already done. A new report shows that Germany has become even more dependent on Huawei for its 5G radio access network equipment than in its 4G network. This despite operators having avoided using the company's technology for core networks.
1: The Canadian government will investigate allegations of CCP interference in federal elections. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau made the announcement yesterday.
0: In the coming days, we will report an eminent Canadian to the position of independent special rapporteur, who will have a wide mandate to make expert recommendations on protecting and enhancing Canadians' faith in our democracy.
1: Apart from an independent special rapporteur, there will also be separate new probes into the suspected foreign interference. Canadian media recently published detailed reports alleging schemes by the Chinese regime to interfere in Canada's election in 2021 and 2019. The report cited anonymous intelligence sources. The rapporteur will have power to make recommendations on foreign interference, including a public inquiry. Trudeau says he asked lawmakers in the Parliament's National Security Committee as well as the National Security and Intelligence Review Agency to launch separate investigations. Trudeau and Canada's top security officials have acknowledged interference attempts by the Chinese regime, but they insist that election outcomes were not altered.
2: Trudeau previously rejected calls for a public inquiry. In China, the Lunar New Year is the busiest holiday season and travel season of the year, but official data shows that travel plunged this Lunar New Year. China's Lunar New Year travel season spans about 40 days from January to February. Chinese citizens made a total of 4.7 billion trips during this year's Lunar New Year holiday. That's a plunge of about 920 million trips compared to 2019, which was the last pre-pandemic year with no travel restrictions. The data comes from China's Ministry of Transport. During the 2019 Lunar New Year, Chinese people made roughly 5.6 billion trips. The data combines trips via public transportation and passenger vehicle traffic on highways. Trips by public transportation this year plunged by 46% compared to 2019. What are some reasons behind the drop in travel in China this year? We delve into this with a former U.S. Army microbiologist and member of the Committee on the Present Danger, China. Please welcome Sean Lin, a China expert and insider and an expert on the pandemic. It's great to have you with us today, Sean.
5: My pleasure to join your program.
2: Data from China's Ministry of Transport shows that this year's Chinese Lunar New Year trips dropped by almost a billion compared to 2019. What does this suggest about the number of deaths in China during the pandemic and the economy?
5: So this report definitely mentioned, uh, based on the Chinese official government data, that uh, the traffic uh, volume or how many trips that people make during the 40 days are uh, from January to middle of February during this holiday season, so I think this data uh, has several aspects we need to pay attention. First, uh, the government first time adding the highway traffic uh, uh, volumes and how many trips people spend on the uh, highway instead of uh, what they usually to uh, to be providing a data purely on public transportation like people taking long distance trip while uh, train, while uh, airplanes. So. I think this category was something the Chinese government intentionally uh, added in this time or you can say intentionally manipulated to show to the world that the, uh, the volume of the trip that people make during this holiday season still are significant. But uh, if you look at the data, the, the drop is still significant. So I think there's one indication just like the uh, report from the English Epoch Times showing there's potential. A large debt toll uh, happened during the last three years of pandemic. Uh, another important factor is about the economy. So the Chinese economy has suffered tremendously under the uh, pandemic and also under Xi Jinping's zero COVID policy. Based on government official data, even more than four million, medium to small size business uh, went bankruptcy in the last three years. And also uh, there are about 13 millions of individual business owners uh, left the business, and they suffer tremendously. And also, uh, there's a huge influx of foreign investments out of China.
2: You touch on how there has been a, a flux of businesses out of China, and also, the Chinese people have a tradition of traveling during the Lunar New Year, and they do so typically regardless of their financial conditions. So, how does this play
5: into it? So basically even though many people have the tradition to uh, travel far to see their family members uh, but i think it depends on their financial situation Uh, because right now there's a huge number of people who cannot find job the unemployment rate is really really high so i don't think uh, so it was simply uh, one factor like uh, the huge death toll but uh, another major factor is many people uh, unemployment so it's almost 10% unemployment rate in China. So I think that's another major factor. So these data about a significant drop of the trip make uh, people make during the holiday season, uh, clearly indicating there are two major problems. Uh, the significant drop of human uh, the Chinese population due to high death toll in the last three years, and then the financial suffering tremendous free in our Chinese economy in the last three years as well so I think it's two major factors.
2: Yes that is a very tough situation in China with this death toll and as well as you mentioned the high unemployment rate. Sean Lin, pandemic expert and expert on China and insider, so great to hear from you and give your analysis today.
5: Thank you very much.
1: Coming up, RV ownership is on the rise. We take a look at an RV expo in Florida and find out what RV campers are looking for. That's after the break. Welcome back. Recreational vehicles. Ownership in the U.S. has gone up about 60% over the last 40 years or so. We zoom in into an expo in Florida where explorers and nature enthusiasts are doing some shopping.
0: With spring quickly approaching, RV season comes with it. Enthusiastic trade show attendees gathered in Ocala, Florida this weekend to check out 2023's offerings. Lonnie and Greg Monahan take their RV all over the country so they have very specific needs in mind when trading in.
2: storage I think women like storage in the kitchen storage in the bedroom
6: um, and we like a separate bathroom from the shower. Uh, one of the things I've seen here that I'm not happy with some of them are putting in very high steps for the showers now and for the older people that's not going to be good yeah. so you have to look at all that yeah. and he looks for other I look things. for power.
0: They have a big trip in mind for next year.
6: We're celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary this year in October, so next year, we're gonna go out and do a a national park tour. We're gonna do Yellowstone, uh, Yellowstone, Rushmont, Rushmore. Yeah, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Little Bighorn, that whole area.
0: Dave Kelly, executive director of Florida's RV Trade Association, says the past few years were wonderful for the RV market due to the pandemic. COVID kind of drove people to RVs when you couldn't get on airplanes or didn't feel comfortable getting on a cruise ship. RVs fit the bill, your family's in an RV, they stay together, you cook together, you clean together and uh, they're, they're great. He says the RV industry has kept up with tech developments, too. Outdoor entertainment centers, uh, kitchens and stoves and islands even in the kitchens, uh, faux fireplaces that actually heat the, the coach up, and, and everything with the technology now. You can use your smartphone to bring the awning in if you're away or turn the air down if you're coming home and you you know left it up a high or you want to check on your pets. You can also use cameras and see what's going on in your RV while you're out having a good time. One attendee's RV has taken her up and down the eastern United States, and California is on her bucket list.
2: It's only 26 foot, but perfect to play the size of my friend and our two dogs, and we have a wonderful time.
0: The next RV show in Florida will take place in Tampa, June 8th to the 11th.
2: Oh, you know, Evelyn, RVs are so cool. I took a trip in one through Maine, actually.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, it was
2: great, because you could play table games while someone's driving.
1: That's pretty cool, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, my friend actually made one. Well, she bought a really old one and then almost overhauled the complete thing. That's pretty amazing. Maybe one day, yeah. I would just go and live out of it for a while.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So, Evelyn, what is America in Chinese?
1: American Chinese? You know, it's interesting because I never thought about it, but basically translated word by word, it's beautiful country.
2: Ah, yes, a lot of beautiful countryside out there. It is. Gotta explore.
1: (laughs) So true. All right, that's all for today's program. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. I'm Evelyn Lee.
2: And I'm Kevin Hogan.